with you all day long. This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Yeah! That ain't right. That is weird. What? What? That boy ain't right. right. Speaking of Christmas, I can't remember how we got on this subject yesterday, but somehow we got on the subject of... uh, Decorating your bathroom up for Christmas, like really decorating it. I bet you there's if people. You are committed to the Christmas house if you're decorating your, your bathroom. bathroom, right? And then you said, "Oh yeah." And I, I first made fun of it, but then I was like, "Just a second, I do have Christmas soap. We change out our soaps, right. and I also change out the hand towel. It is, it has a Santa on it. Okay. So I do decorate for what? Christmas. My mom had Santa hand towels or indoor bathroom. Santa's going to see some stuff. Yeah. <laughs> the bathroom is where I do my worst work. Yeah. I mean, he is always watching. Does El- Elf on a Shelf ever show up in the bathroom? I'm sure. Oh, yeah. Probably. Probably. Yeah, he does. He's got a pee too, right? Yeah. He's, you know, he's... But, yeah, is there people that really, really, is like, you know, crank it up in their bathroom? Is there anybody out there that's got it? You know, we talk about all these trees. Jack's got 19 of them this year. Only three. <laughs> no, any trees? In, no trees in the bathroom yet. Not yet. Yeah. I can see it though. Yeah. I mean, a bear boobs in the woods. Why can't you have a tree in the exactly. bathroom? Exactly. And right. talk about like a permanent scent per thing. Like it'd right. be perfect. Like a new Christmas pine. An original Christmas tree. Yes. Like a, 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 an actual Christmas tree. Do you put a, not an artificial in the bathroom? <laughs> All right. I it feel is, like if you put a real tree in your bathroom, that would be commitment. Yeah. <laughs> like, wow. This is weird, Chris. Yeah. yeah. It's weird. Okay. All right. I don't think it's weird. I mean, you're, the rest of your house is decorated. Why not put a little Christmas magic in the bathroom? I'm doing some other kinds of magic in the bathroom. I don't think <laughs> Christmas needs to be a part of what I'm doing in there. Showering. Dark shaving, magic. Very dark magic, right? Like, he sees you when you're pooping. <laughs> he does. He knows when you don't wipe. <laughs> You remember that, Matt. Cleanliness is next to godliness. It's a holy holiday. The one thing I'm doing there that will make somebody proud. (laughs) Holy, all right. Okay. Hey-oh. 780-421-1039. Help us out this morning. Is it weird or what to, like, really, I mean, it's not just, like, Christmas. New shower curtain. Yeah. Is there people that, what kind of a Christmas thing do you do in in your bathroom? We'd love to hear from you. This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. I th- and I do throw out these wild things, and here's a wild one for you. I don't know if this is a conspiracy theory. Probably not, but maybe that's not the right term for it. But in my life, and I know a few people, there's a lot of sick people right now with colds and COVID and all that kind of stuff. Tis the season. Right? And every last one of the people that is sick right now with one of these afflictions is female, is female. I do not know of one guy in my life, like somebody's, we, we, we go, to, go to these events, they're like, oh, my wife couldn't come because she's not feeling good. Oh, mm-hmm. my, my, my wife couldn't come because she's, she's, she's under the weather. Nobody's telling me, oh, my husband's not here because he's not feeling good. Look at us in the room. The female has a bag of lemons and honey. <laughs> right. And Matt says, Chris, this is Anna, what is it? Anecdotal evidence. Anna, yeah, he says, this that. is not, this is absolutely <laughs> not true. Well, you're like, okay, what are you saying? Uh-huh. That there is this, like, you coming straight from a Wuhan lab here? No, no, <laughs> I, I'm not saying that. Are you saying that there's I, a disease or a, a cold that's only affecting women? It's in my life, yes. In my life, He's coming yes. from the center of Chris Sheets research. <laughs> Chris Sheets disease control. It's science, Matt. It's yeah. science. It's science. Sheets science. The opposite of anecdotal is not evidence. You've seen a lot of things that you're... you're Nobody you're, knows what that 
that means. <laughs> yeah, anecdotal evidence, evidence is like, oh, I've seen things and it must be true. Right. Right? Okay. Without actually having any real evidence or data to back that up. Okay, got it. All right. <laughs> all right, first text in. Let's just see what it says. Kevin says, all the women in my house got sick, but the guys didn't. Boom, there it is. There we go. Sheet Back, science. Backing up his theory. Yeah. You're a walking Dunning-Kruger effect. Yeah. Yeah. All right. My wife had COVID. I'm, I'm just talking about this. My my wife had COVID. I'm, again, I, I, I tried to stay away from her as much as I could, but she's just so darn cute. Oh, and, fair enough. And Bonnie says, nope, Chris, my husband is recovering from a two-week bug. Oh, you don't have enough of a population sample. Bonnie. That's exactly it, Bonnie. Come on, Bonnie. She, I said, Chris, how many men's wives have you talked to? How many people are you, you putting uh, in this study? Uh, hundred, so, hundreds. Oh, yeah. He's got many women Chris in his life. On, on the phone at night. Hey, uh, I haven't talked to you in years, but uh, is your wife sick? This is Chris Sheets calling. Did you From the center a, of Chris Sheets Disease Please make control? sure you call during dinner time. Do a little research. <laughs> yeah. Hey, is your wife sick? Uh, Chrissy oh, says the women do more of the caring of the children. They are germ factories. Yes. Oh, I just remembered yeah. my friend Marty's sick. Oh, oh no. you gotta ruin One it. One man ruins the theory. <laughs> Remember, and hey, this is a reminder to everybody that the cold doesn't get you sick. You know why we get sick in the winter and this time more frequently? Uh, because we all go inside and spread our germs yeah. with each closer other. together. That's right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Gareth says, My wife got COVID and my son and myself stayed good. Okay. <laughs> the problem is that once she, she got COVID, you probably started avoiding her, your right. social distance. Sorry uh, to say that word again. Uh huh. Okay. Uh, okay. Well, the texts are coming in. Let's let's see. Sheet science is getting more uh, data as we speak because there's a lot of texts. I can see Chris in. calculating and said, mm, "Calculating." <laughs> <laughs> Push up your glasses. I, I would imagine you're writing this down, right? You're putting numbers down to, on a piece of paper. No, I'm putting them into a pie chart. Spreadsheet. Oh, pie chart. Excel. Yeah, <laughs> my favorite, a pumpkin pie chart. <laughs> this is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Uh, I threw out this uh, fact, I guess. Is, I'm trying to think of the right... <laughs> Theory. I'm trying to think of the Theory word. Theory might be the better term. It's probably yeah. fact is probably the right way to put it. But I'm uh, just like, all of these ladies around me are, are ill right now, including my wife. And uh, uh, she just, uh, I don't know how many, it was like a month ago she had COVID and then she got rebound COVID. And now she's just, she just, she can't, she just can't get healthy. Can't hel- shake it. She can't get healthy. She's just so frustrated. And... Uh, I said, you know, it seems to be more of the ladies than the men. And uh, yes, Jack, what are we getting? There is some theories behind of why that is. Agnes mm-hmm. texts in and says, Chris, the women are all sick because we're all bending over backward in order to make this time super magical for everyone else. If I get to bed around midnight, it's a good night. Most of the time, I don't get to bed till 1 a.m., if not later than that. Yeah. Incredible. And thank you for all the work you do, ladies. Yeah. But working hard doesn't give you sickness. No. Yes, it does. It We're runs, run does down. Would you get run down, Matt? Why are you always sick then? My, my kids. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You okay. get sick from uh, viruses. You don't get sick from, you know, working hard. Right. Yeah, but I feel like you're run down and your immune system is low. I don't think that's a thing. No. Don't quote me on it. Because like, Matt would <laughs> never be sick then. Right. Oh, I see what he did there. <laughs> <laughs> he did a shot of my work <laughs> Lots of people saying yes. My boss and male colleague, they're out sick. The man cold is real in our house. Three boys and a husband. Mom, healthy as a horse. Okay. Shit. Okay. The science does not pan out. It's not lining up. Okay. Oh, boy. 
And right. even this isn't enough for true evidence. Right. Right. Your theory still stands until we get an actual snapshot of the population. Glavin. <laughs> <laughs> I went full nerd there for a second. <laughs> Give a man a woman's to do list and they would all fall ill faster than women. Yeah. I don't disagree with that. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, it's not a thing, Chris, but it was fun to talk about. <laughs> oh, too bad. <laughs> Sounds like the story of our show. Yeah. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. You got to be a little serious after a song like that. I know? think so. I mean, you got to be. You got to be aware. Like there might be some things going on in the room. Usually, a lot of planning and talking about the next thing we're going to talk about. Uh, it's no foolishness or silliness going on in this room. Never. But we have to understand. The listeners are listening to the songs and, uh, you know, feeling those songs and things like that. So we're with you this morning. I guess that's what we're saying. This is a wise lesson from a radio vet, Jack. You, yeah. can't, you can't come off of that song and be like, let's get back to fart jokes. <laughs> <laughs> Which exactly is what I would do. <laughs> exactly. It's 7.09. My name is Chris Sheets. Jacqueline Sweeney's here. Good morning. She's got the uh, tied up hair or whatever it's called. A little ballerina bun today. The ballerina bun. I'm getting bun. my hair done, so I didn't really want to put too much effort into it. She was complaining that her hair is growing too fast. I'm like, oh my gosh. This is never... Okay, wait. This I just want to disclaimer. This has never been a problem for me. Right. So this is a new thing. Right. You must be nice. Right, Chris? She's got some super shampoo. And I'm, I'm like, using a new shampoo. Share it with me, I'm, Jack. Wait, I'm, I'm going to review it in three months. I paid for it myself. Yeah. I'm trying it out. And if it works, I'm going to share it. And that okay. next bottle you ain't paying for. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just scared if I use that super gross shampoo. It's going to run down into my eyebrows, and then they're like, they don't need any of this stuff. I might have to figure out a way that my eyebrows don't get any of it because I can't afford to have them grow anymore. Well, you just tip your head back. Every every time I go to the barber, he says, Would you like your eyebrows done? I'm like, What do you think? At least uh, mine literally curl. Yeah. I go like the Grinch. Good thing they're blonde and you can't really see them. Hair props. <laughs> hair props. Yeah, like Jack's like, oh, it grows too fast. My hair's getting too wiry and ratty. <laughs> Chris is hanging on by a thread. Hey. <laughs> a shout out to uh, Corey White, a listener of the show. You guys know Corey. She's fantastic. Yes. On my birthday on the weekend, she found a video from like 20 years ago or 25 years ago. I was in a hot tub at uh, Home Depot doing some promotion with a uh, truck giveaway. I don't even remember this event, but we were watching it last night with my family and they were laughing and they said, you know what? You have the exact same amount of hair as you had like 25 years ago. You okay. didn't have you didn't have hair 25 years ago and it's just, you still don't have hair, but it hasn't really gone anywhere. So I said, thanks. That's a great sign. I think, you're, I think this is it, pal. Yeah. You've stabilized. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> Also, not going down, not going up. <laughs> not going up. Be stable. Unless I get the shampoo. That's right. I'll let you know in a month. Okay. <laughs> Can you get me a free bottle? <laughs> I'll try my best. <laughs> this is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. There is Morgan Wallen. It's called Whiskey Glasses. Kissing in the morning with Chris, Jack, and Matt. It says 7.15. Hope you're having a good start to your day. Uh, yeah, it's not that cold. It's going to be four degrees again today. So, uh, But it sounds like we're going to see maybe some snow and some rain and things like that. It's in, coming. In the yeah, next little while. So. It's coming. I think there might even be a chance tonight. Yeah. Yeah, by the sounds of it. Okay. Hey, uh, we made that uh, big announcement that Pink, along with Sheryl Crow, I, I know I keep bringing up Sheryl Crow, but I, I like Sheryl Crow. 
I like She's pink. incredible. I like Pink, too. Don't get me wrong. Name three Sheryl Crow songs. Uh, Soak Up the Sun. Picture. Uh, Don't help him. I, I, oh, I thought you were asking both of us. <laughs> Picture is good, too. That's a good yeah, one. Yeah, that's a really good song. Uh, yeah. And... Um, the one with Kid Rock. That's the picture song. Oh, dang it. (laughs) (laughs) Can we name a third song? Yeah, All I Want to Do. Oh, yeah. I love that song. That's a good, that's a slapper. All I Want to Do. Yeah, I heard Tuesday, I think it was called like Tuesday Night Music Club. That that record, our CD rather, I listened to all the time when I was little. Right. If it. it makes you happy. Yeah, she's so hot. I had a weird feeling on my way into work this morning. I don't even know what it was, but I'm like... There's no CD player in this vehicle. I don't know why. It's <laughs> <laughs> been years. Chris. I know. <laughs> yeah. But today, for for some reason, yeah, I was just like, there's, sad. "There's no CD player in this vehicle." There's one in the Murano. Is there? Is there really? Yeah. Oh. Okay. Oh yeah, I got one up on you guys. <laughs> Trade ya. <laughs> Londonderry Dodge in my vehicle. <laughs> I need a CD player. Getting back to Pink. Pink <laughs> yes. is oh, coming yeah. to Edmonton uh, August uh, 31st. You and your chance to win tickets before they go on sale at 8.30 this morning. Speaking of winning tickets. This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. All right, Ryan and Sharon standing by to play Quick Draw. We're talking about uh, CD players. I said I didn't have one. And uh, Corey texted and said, check your glove box. Sometimes Dodge puts them in the glove box, the CD players, that is. Okay. Really? Uh, I'm not, it's a, it's a Jeep Wrangler, so, but that's interesting. He says that, uh, yeah, his dad's 2015 Ram 1500 has a CD player in the glove box. Remember this, Jack, when you were in the early 2000s when somebody had the CD player in the trunk? I had that. Really? The, the five CD oh, player. Oh, oh my, my gosh. gosh. And then it, it was like when you rotated one, you felt like you had to rotate them all just because you didn't want to yeah. go back there again. And then we thought we thought there'll never be anything better. You're so right. Technology. Like, we've hit the peak. Five CDs yes. at once you could choose from. Like right that's, in my trunk. Yeah, that's like 50 songs. Think You're of, right, Chris. Think about it now. <laughs> this is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Okay, here we go. It's quick draw. Ryan and Sharon playing the game. Best of five. First one of three is going to win. Tenille Arts tickets. Uh, she's coming to the River Cree in like a week. I think December... December 14th. 14th. Okay. We're getting on it because I'm pretty excited. Ryan and Sharon are both bumped. Are you guys bumped? Yep. You guys. All right. Ready to go? Scream out your answers. Name something that is sticky that starts with a letter E. Uh, e, sticky E. Oh, oh my God. Um, That's a tough one. It is. <laughs> it is. It is. Uh, letter E. Something sticky. Elmer's glue. Yes. Wow, what a pull. Took an eternity, but we got there. Okay. All right. Okay, here we go. Question number two. Something you find in your desk that starts with a letter J. Uh, J, uh... Jewelry. Um, Yeah, you put jewelry in a desk. Yep. Oh. Oh, Chris. We're not snapping on all cylinders, but we're Well, but these are tough questions, Chris. Yeah. Chris did this on purpose. I don't know why I'm talking in third person, but anyway, okay. <laughs> Something you do at a party, guys, that starts with the letter D. Drinking. Yeah. Yeah, I heard dancing first. I think dancing, yeah. yeah. By a hair. But sure. very close. All right. Yeah, usually the drinking gets to the dancing for me anyway. There we okay. go. <laughs> Ryan, you got a blocker here, bud. Okay. 
Name a type of plant that starts with a letter F. Flower? Burn. Ooh. Judges? tough. I, I, I feel like flower is a winner for a plant. Yeah, I mean, I would have taken either answer, so we'll take the first one like we normally do. That was flower. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, you were very close this morning. Sharon, you are the winner. You're going to Tenniel Arts. Oh, awesome. Great artist. That was a tough contest. This that, one. that was a tough one. It was one. tough. Yeah, it was. <laughs> this is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Yeah. That ain't right. That is weird. What? What? That boy ain't right. What do you have for us this morning, Jack? I got an email a couple weeks ago from a man named Mike uh-huh. who said, Hey guys, I have a weirder wet for you. My adult children come over for something or anything and always just walk right in the house. But when we visit them, we are expected to knock. Is this weird? Okay, so it's like they just keep treating it like it's their house, just like it was, you know, just because they didn't have to knock when they lived there. Right. But now that they don't live there, they don't knock. But yet they say to him when he comes to their house, Dad, you better knock and let us know. Yeah, different rules. Kids, you only make that mistake once. Yeah. You walk <laughs> once in the house. Once you're out of the house, see, it's not your house. You see mom and dad necking on the couch. Yeah. You'll be knocking. You'll be texting 10 minutes before you <laughs> arrive. Fair. <laughs> oh, Matt. So I think we're saying it is weird then that they just walk in. I say it's weird. It's like that is not your place. All right. Once you move out, you're out. Mm-hmm. It's okay. interesting because our, our son lives 350 feet from us. We have two homes on the acreage, and uh, he'll come. He came yesterday. He knock. He does knock, but then he just comes in. Like he doesn't. You know, it's oh, just it's like, like a knock, warning. knock. Courtesy oh. knock. Knock knock. I'm in. Right. I've been told that I must warn them before I come to their house, because it's just so easy for me to just open up the door and walk in. Hi, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) They're newly married. Yes. (laughs) It's a big house, but like, come on, man. Just at least a courtesy. Yeah, yeah. My uh, daughter-in-law says, I know you want grandkids, but, you know, that's not going to happen unless you start knocking. So. Okay. So there it Good is. Good to know. <laughs> Start knocking. <laughs> 780 421 Is it weird or what that uh, he's been told he must knock at their door, but they don't knock at his? This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. What? That boy ain't right. All right, we got a dad complaining. Shocking, I know. But uh, <laughs> he says that uh, when his kids that are now moved out come to his house, they just blow right in the door. But they've said, Dad, when you come to our house, you need to knock before you come in. He's like, this is unfair and not equality. And? Saying, is it weird or what? John says, this sounds like a double standard at its finest. Family should be able to just come in. But a courtesy text, if you're coming over beforehand, would be nice so you don't get caught doing stuff. All right. Danielle says, I wouldn't want my mother-in-law coming in without knocking, but I actually don't mind if my own parents come right on in. Interesting. I bet you you're a knocker, Jack. Clearly, yeah, definitely knocker. You, you probably knock on your own door, even though you don't know. The <laughs> yeah, hello. I actually do feel like I should with the nanny sometimes when right. I come home. I just don't want to scare her. Right. Right. Okay. This text says my kids can walk in anytime. However, I would not go there unannounced. Okay. And that's the thing. If I give my mom a window, I'll walk in. Right. Right. Like, really? hey, we're leaving in thirty minutes. See you then. I'm not knocking. I'm just coming in. 
But she, like, usually her dog sets off the alarm. Yeah, yeah. the yeah. dog's the knocker. 100%. All right, 780-421-1039 if you want to, uh, well, give us your take on this this morning. This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. What? That boy ain't right. All right, who's this? Stephanie. All right, Stephanie, is it weird or what that... Uh, he says that uh, when his kids come to his door now that they don't live with him, they just blur, blow right in. Mm-hmm. But he has to actually knock on their door to go to their house. What do you think? There's a simple solution to this problem. Yes. Lock the door. Lock the door. Oh. Change the, change the locks, or and if they have a code, change the code. <laughs> Oh, I like, feel like that's so problem. mean. It sends a message. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but like, so I have adult children too, and they're still living with us. But when they, when my in-laws come over, they literally say, here, they text me here, I unlock the door. And then they just walk right on in. Right. But I mean, my kids, when they move out, I I just lock the door. And if they're, they say they're here, I'll unlock the door. Okay. So they can walk on in, but... If they're having an issue with that, then just lock the door. Simple as that. You know, my in-laws gave me the door code, but they made me delete it for their house. Really? Yep. Why? What do you mean? I think they think I'm going to rob them. (laughs) (laughs) This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. And the Need to Know National Days. All right, today... National Pawnbrokers Day. Now, have you ever pawned anything or bought anything at a pawn shop? No. I'm too scared. I don't know. I feel like it's just from the movies, but it's scary even, to me. I don't even understand how it works. Like you can you take your thing there and then you can get it back, right? So like if they don't sell is. it. Yeah. So you give them and you can get it back by paying them the money, but lots of people don't, right? right? I think they charge a little interest. Right. So that's why it's but worth it. But they, the they don't shop. sell it right away. Okay, no. so they hold on to it. They hold on to it for a certain amount of time and then once you haven't Given them the money or got yeah. it back, all right. They're they can sell it. Do we have any pawners out there? We, you know, we'd love to hear from you. One of my favorite trips with one of my buddies was we went pawn shopping with him and his dad. Yeah, and it was the best, really? man. The best. How come? We were in that Beverly area. I don't know if there's many pawn shops there anymore. Right. But you just like you see the stuff you don't normally see. I bought CDs, some other chalkies. There's lots great. of guitars there. I don't know why I feel like there's guitars. Tools. In the pawn shop. Yeah. I think there was some guitar jewelry, right? Yeah. Okay. I gotta go. It's also, yeah. Yeah, punch-ups are great. All right. It's also National Microwave Day. The microwave. What a game changer. Matt, you guys, I mean, the microwave was just part of your life. Yeah, that's true. It came into my life. Like, there was no microwave, and then one day there was this giant microwave the size of a pickup truck. The science oven. Yes, yes. And uh, They were so big. What is your favorite thing to microwave? All right. When I was a kid... I'd grab a fork, three hot dogs, yeah. poke holes in those hot dogs, <laughs> so they don't explode. After eat, school snack. Yeah, eat three of those. I love a microwaved hot dog. I really do. Yeah. They just look so they're, pathetic after yeah, they come out. Yeah, you just though. can't look at it, but no, they're not awful. That's fine. Yeah. They don't uh, they don't last long. They're leftovers, of course. But we, like I like uh normally when I need another vegetable for dinner. Yeah. Just some peas and corn, baby. Throw yeah. that in there. It's not bad. Popcorn's a classic. Sure. Popcorn in the microwave. All right. I like the cheese on the nacho. Mm. Oh, yeah. That's a classic boy dinner. Yeah. It was like <laughs> <laughs> Tupperware bowl. And che- like cheese, chips, I, I, cheese, chips layered. I might crank it up and put a little seasoning sa- salt on the top. Just oh, to, look at you. Fancy. Seasoning salt? <laughs> really? Oh, yeah. Okay. That's what those chips need. More salt. Uh, <laughs> 780-421-1039. What's your favorite thing to microwave? Uh, we'd love to hear from you this morning. This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Jack and Matt.
National Microwave Day. What's your favorite thing to put in the mic? Uh, JJ says a slice of white bread, four slices of Ukrainian summer sausage, a squirt of ketchup on each piece of sausage, and a cheese slice. Microwave for far too long, and it's a poor man's pizza. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I can get on board, but why microwave the ketchup? Hot ketchup? Ugh. I think he's using it as sauce, though. Yeah, a piece of sauce. Yeah. I, okay. Yeah, it works. <laughs> Christy says, don't come at me. But when I'm lazy, I'll make eggs in the microwave, and I ain't sorry about it. Yeah. They're not really ideal. Good. They're not ideal in the microwave. They're just so rubbery and the, the smell. But I will have a, a microwaved egg for sure. How do you cook it? What do you mean? On high. <laughs> you just crack it in the bowl, scramble it? Crack or? it in the bowl, and make sure you punch it a couple of times with a fork, or it'll... Kaboom. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I've learned. Yes. One last one here. Speaking of hot dogs, don't pull an old man moment and forget to remove the plastic from those hot dogs. <laughs> My dad, bless his heart, forgot to remove it. Over microwaved a couple of them, all wrinkled up, but it was the plastic. Oof. <laughs> Took a bite. It was bad. <laughs> this is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. National Microwave Day, we're talking about what you've miked. Yes. Oh, and there are some great memories coming in. This text says, microwave the size of a truck. Mm-hmm. Kids nowadays. I vaguely remember my dad bringing one home and getting so excited about making popcorn. Mom was less impressed because it was so big on the countertop, but a friend's dad refused to get one because he thought it was a Soviet trick to make us radiation sick <laughs> and weak to invade. <laughs> the commies are coming for us. We have somebody we work with. We've talked to him on the air about it. He uh, does not have a microwave in his house. He just does not believe they're safe and he doesn't have a microwave. And uh, yeah. And you know, like kind of checks out. They're healthy. Yeah. yeah. Pretty healthy. Oh, causation isn't correlation. Yeah. The oh, microwave is 100% perfectly safe and will do literally nothing to you. All it does is move water particles. Do you remember when we uh, microwaved the turkey? Remember right around Thanksgiving? Speaking of that, hmm. somebody did. Robin says the first year we had a monster of a first generation microwave on the farm. Unexpected company showed up and mom cooked the darn turkey in it. Back then, it was the marvel of the invention. It took 90 minutes from frozen. <laughs> Probably wasn't good, but don't remember that because it was just such a marvel. Yeah. Okay. The butter wow. balls just spinning around in there. You know what? When we cooked that in that yeah. microwave, it yeah. wasn't that bad. The taste wasn't that no. bad. The smell, smell was bad. Yeah. That was the problem. Yeah. It literally it smelled like... Uh, kind of rotten turkey for about three weeks here at the station, I remember. Yeah, it lingered. Yeah. Nobody else was fans of us for that. So I'm sure. Greg, the afternoon guy, yeah. was livid. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. He was not impressed. <laughs> oh, well, he doesn't work with us anymore. We're fine. Okay. <laughs> uh-huh. He lost. P- he wins. Pink's coming up. Chris. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Uh, microwave stories just keep coming in on this National Microwave Day. Yes, Jack. Listen to this. It's long, but holy cow. Robin says, my brother-in-law blew the door off of their microwave on the farm. Nothing scarier than a bored farmer in the winter. He was determined to find a way to boil an egg in the microwave. Well, several eggs and minor explosions later, he decided he had to keep the egg underwater. So more water, a piece of cardboard over the dish, and a deck of cards slid in tight to keep the lid on. Five-minute egg. (laughs) At three minutes in, he started watching up close. 
Not up sat <laughs> down at the kitchen table just as the flashbang hit like a SWAT team forcing entry. The door was hanging on the hinges and the deck of cards were melted inside and the egg was everywhere. I love the follow-up text. I said, stick to st- the stovetop for the eggs. Robin says in all caps, he still believes there's a way. There's got to be a way. This is like a mad scientist. Like, <laughs> One day I'll boil we the perfect microwave this. egg. According to my brother-in-law, Jerry, Years ago, I I snuck a hard boiled egg in his uh, his uh, it was Thanksgiving I think <laughs> or no or maybe Easter leftovers and whatever he took it to work and supposedly blew the door off the microwave too because <laughs> uh, yeah why uh, does that happen uh, apparently a full egg yeah if, if it's it yeah it could do that right so I don't know I never saw a picture of it or anything but he claimed so much for he said so much for 25 years accident free at work so I don't know. <laughs> somebody got scalding egg on the <laughs> you got another one yes Danielle says one of my husband's employees was caught using the microwave a couple months ago to microwave his boot liners needless to say he got in a lot of trouble and was told to disinfect the microwave <laughs> Oh. You don't want to get caught microwaving your, your liners in the communal microwave, bud. That'd be bad. <laughs> it's just like one of those things called Hot Pockets. Same kind of idea, right? Okay, and thanks. For- this is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Thanks for listening to the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 5 on Kissin' Country 103.9.